0: You can wish for it, or you can work for it.
1: You gotta work for greatness. If you ain't working, you should be working. Come on, let's work.
0: Welcome to Confessions of a Workaholic, where we share the untold success secrets of fearless female entrepreneurs who are obsessed with success. This is your girl, Corey Yale, and this week's episode is brought to you by my girl, Aisha Tatum, and her upcoming Manifest Your Destiny Masterclass. This course is free for Confessions listeners with the discount code ELEVATE10. You'll learn how to release heal, renew, and emerge as a higher version of yourself. Her training is for you if you've ever found yourself lacking clarity, maintaining healthy relationships, or experiencing overwhelming stress. For information and tons of resources, follow her on Instagram at Aisha Tatum, that's A-I-S-H-A-H-T-A-T-U-M, and check out the show notes for the registration link. Before we get into another soul-snatching solo episode, I have to share some new news. You know, I got my little church bulletin announcements that we got to go through real quick. Not too many, but definitely want to invite you. If you are a um, Black woman in the city of Atlanta, I am hosting an event on behalf of For the Culture, which is my nonprofit organization that is all about building, supporting, encouraging, and providing resources to the Black community. Last month, I had the opportunity to host my very first Black Wednesday event, which was all about building legacy and circulating knowledge. I'm super excited to host the next one this time. It's for women only, and it's all about wealth, so building wealth and living well. This wealth and wellness event features two of my favorite boss babes, boss babes that you are familiar with. If you are a true listener to the show, then I know you are familiar with India Monet, who's a real estate investor, a personal stylist, a fashion influencer, all things fashion um, and wealth building. And then my girl, Chef Aki, who is a celebrity chef and health advocate. These two women are truly a wealth of knowledge and they're coming together for an intimate conversation party that is all about helping us become better so that we can build our community and all of us can be better one thing that the culture definitely needs is the conversation and so these black wednesday events is an opportunity for me to open up the stage create a safe space for us to have these much needed conversations that the culture truly needs for information um, and registration it's five dollars to attend y'all and let me just tell you in addition to the amazing priceless conversation that you are going to be a part of we are also having a signature wine tasting hosted by Raquel Wines. You can follow her on Instagram at The Wine Rack, the W-I-N-E-R-A-C. She's sponsoring a uh, signature wine tasting for us. $5 to attend. No better way for you to spend $5. I don't even know what you can really get for $5 in 2019. Like Maybe a Starbucks coffee at all. Okay? You, you get fancy with the grande and you're over $5. So I don't really even know what you can get for $5, but this conversation is definitely one that you need to be a part of. It's going down Wednesday, October 23rd, right here in ATL. If you want to sign up, you can tap the link um, in my bio. I'm going to put it in the show notes, or you can visit fortheculturefoundation.org. Also wanna let you know if you happen to be a business owner, we added five last minute vendor spaces for Work Pricely Weekend, which is going down October 31st through November 3rd in ATL. If you would like to bring your brand to work, make sure you are following me on Instagram and then you can just tap the link in my bio for details. Or you can follow Work Pray Slay, W-E-R-K Pray Slay on Instagram for news, updates, and the link is in the bio there as well. So if you're following me on the gram, if you're not like, what are you doing? What are you doing out here? That's where I spend um, a lot of my time telling y'all my business, sharing my lessons, giving you the resources, telling you my secrets, all that good stuff is going down on Instagram. One thing um, I share with y'all On Instagram that I got to talk to y'all about, I lost my phone and I really thought I was going to go crazy, but I didn't. I survived. So I don't know if I told y'all this on a previous solo episode, but my boyfriend had this extended vacation plans around my birthday. Longest vacation I've ever been on. Longest vacation he's ever been on. It was 14 days total. We left on September 30th. On October 3rd, I lost my phone. Left it in a taxi. So, September 30th, we left from New York and we went to Amsterdam. I spent my birthday in Amsterdam. And then on October 3rd, we went to Mykonos, Greece. That night, we went out, had the time of our lives in Mykonos, left my phone. And then two days later, I had to get on a boat for seven days to sail the Greek Isles in the middle of no man's land. So there was literally nothing that I could do about getting my phone. So I couldn't panic. As bad as I wanted to panic, I was three days in to a 14-day vacation in another country. You know, like it was just nothing I could do. So I went on with my life. Um, luckily, I was able to get into my Instagram on my boyfriend's phone. Like after a couple of days, I was able to get into that. I was able to get into my email. So The world was not over but it was very um, tainted okay so that's how my my vacation started out with me losing the phone not to mention this real-world role rules challenge of a sailing trip that we ended up being on there were six of us three couples okay so my man had been the one that had been to yacht week previously so he was thinking that this little sailing trip he was taking us on was similar to yacht week except like a more you know grown-up version less party version that would be you know more appropriate for couples to go to little did he know this was gonna be literally like real world road rules okay us living on a boat in the middle of the ocean Going through like this crazy weather, okay, on this catamaran, with these toilets that didn't flush, you had to pump them, with these shower rooms that were literally like, if you've ever seen like tiny houses, literally like a shower with the sink and the shower and it's all in the same room and you can't really turn around. Crazy things that I've never experienced, never thought I would experience. It was kind of like an RV on the water, And I've never really been in an RV either, but that's what I imagined it to be like. Um, So it was quite the experience. We had to walk a wooden plank to get on the boat. Okay, like that was the only option. Like we literally had to walk a wooden plank. If anybody knows me in real life that's listening to this, then you know about my clumsy past. Okay, so imagine me and my size 10 feet that are too big for my body trying to walk across this plank. It was terrifying, okay? And all I could think the entire time, I was having flashbacks of my trip to Machu Picchu in January that my boyfriend took me on, literally climbing down this cliff. And I'm just like, you know what? can't do this what am I doing out here you know like this is not me like I don't I know I said I wanted to go glamping but I didn't know that this is what I was doing like I did not know that this is what I was signing up for um but the bright spot in the experience was that it was truly an experience like a once in a lifetime gonna tell my kids and my grandkids about what this man had me out here doing type of experience but it was also a beautiful Black love vacation, where we really had the opportunity to have the candlelight conversations about what we could do personally, what we could do in our community, what we could do for one another, what we're experiencing within our relationships, how we can continue to grow. Like having these priceless conversations, playing these games, you know, reminiscent of like college, um, it was that was priceless. So, although we were having this crazy experience, you know, with these Europeans. Okay, if you know what I mean, with these Europeans sharing our space, although we were doing all these things in foreign territory, we still had one another. We still made the most of it. We still had a really good time together. However, we had some bumps. Okay, there were some bumps along the way. Like I said, the ride was scary, like motion sickness is real. All of that stuff was going on. So I get home finally um, on October 13th. And when I get home, y'all, my birthday gift was waiting for me at home. So I get in the house and I'm like, what are all these? I walked to the kitchen first. I think I was turning off the alarm or something, but there was a bunch of cardboard boxes. Like, you know, mo- like when you move in somewhere and you didn't order all this stuff and you got all the cardboard boxes by the trash, that's what it was. And I'm like, what the hell? So, my boyfriend is already upstairs and he like, "Yo, you got to come up here, you know, you got to come up here to open up your." He told me I had one more gift at the house. So he's like, "You got to come up here to open up your last gift." So I go upstairs. And do y'all know that this man got me an office for my birthday. If I had some sound effects, I would give him a round of applause right now. The man got me an office for my birthday, y'all. I have been complaining for the last few months about, not even complaining, but just going back and forth about what I need to order for my office, what type of storage I need, what type of desk I'm going to get, like sending him all these links to help me figure out what, you know, what I really needed. And he knew that this was a problem. And just like the man that I had prayed for. He got me a solution, okay. So, to get home after this like crazy unexpected experience and to walk into my brand new office, y'all got to see it, okay. Go to my Instagram page, it's still there. Um, it's a post from I think it was October 14th, I posted it. Um, but it's beautiful. I'm talking, he hired interior designers okay interior decorators to literally the before picture i'm so embarrassed by but the before picture and the after picture is just crazy what they were able to do there's like three desks there's shelves there's hanging shelves there's stuff up on the wall there's little accessories cute little stuff on all the shelves it literally looks like a model home and it's mine that was literally the most thoughtful Like I had to shed a thug tear. It was literally the most thoughtful gift that anyone has ever gotten me. Like he could have gotten me another bag, okay? And I would have been happy. And I'm not even a bag type of girl, but I love him. So I love anything that he gets me. So I would have been happy really with anything. But for him to get me something so not for him to get me, for him to do something so thoughtful and literally what it took for him to keep it a secret from me, you know, hiring these people, letting them in the house, all of these things that he had to do to keep this from me. I was just like, you know what, God, thank you. That's all I, I mean, I thanked him, of course, but I had to thank God too, because if you knew my story, if you knew my history, Okay, with all the clowns that I have dealt with that led me to this king, you you would be snapping, like, yes, sis, you deserve it. Okay, because I cannot, I'm not lying. I can't make up the things that I've been through, the mud that I've been drugged through with these fools. Okay, I'm gonna tell y'all the stories one day, but today I have to talk about the fact that the most important decision you will ever make is who you marry. Can I get a round of applause? Let's talk about it. Because the business that I started that literally put me on the map, set the stage for me to be able to do all the things that I do was birthed from a broken engagement. Okay. So in 2010, I was engaged. I got engaged. It was an eight month whirlwind craziest relationship I've ever been in my entire life. Okay. But when I say I manifested that thing down to the socks, okay, I manifested him in the same way that I manifested my man that I have right now today. Okay. So when I say I know the power of manifestation I'm not telling you a lie. And one thing that I see, you know, women always talking about is Sierra. what is this prayer? You know, let's talk about the Sierra prayer. Tell me what you asked for, sis. And the Sierra prayer is really just that. It's really just setting an intention, knowing what you want, speaking what you want in order to manifest it. That's all that Sierra prayer is, okay? So I've written written my Sierra prayer. I've made my list. It's really the same thing. But that first food that I manifested, I wrote this letter to God, literally spelled out every single thing that I wanted. I was foolish. I was 24 years old, okay? I just knew that I needed to be married by 25. That's what I had made up in my mind. So at 24, I wrote this letter to God. I told him all of the things that I wanted, silly, little, petty, little, foolish things. That was in October of 2009. I remember it like, I kid you not, October 2009, I wrote this letter. March 6th, 2010, the letter walked into my life. Okay. And I'm talking about the day he met me. He told me that he was going to be my husband. I just knew the guy had just looked out for your girl. I'm like, what? You know, the more I learned about him, the more I realized that he was literally everything that I had put in that letter. If there were 20 things that I told God I wanted in that letter, this man was 18 of them. As silly as they were, he was it. That's how intentional I was about what I wanted. Okay. And so when I think about this Sierra prayer, I feel like I have to warn people that you really got to be careful what you wish for. Okay, you really have to understand what intentions you are setting in your life. Because the biggest lesson that I learned in that relationship, we ended up getting engaged. Of course, that didn't work out. We broke that off because I came to my senses. But the biggest relationship, I mean, the biggest lesson that I learned in that relationship was my power, okay, my power to manifest what I said I wanted right? But also my power to to walk away, to choose me, to understand my worth. That was me realizing the woman that I really was. That was my back up against the wall, me having to choose him or me and me being able to woman up and make the decision that I needed to make. Those were the biggest lessons, you know, that I was responsible for my own happiness. Like one day I'm gonna write a book about all of these lessons that I've learned in these these relationships. But today I want to talk about the power that you truly have in manifesting what you want by simply being intentional about what you want. Because you can manifest every single thing that you speak over your life, every single thing that you write in that journal, you can manifest it. But if you are not intentional, you can manifest a mess, okay? Take it from someone who has manifested a mess. And the crazy thing was, the only way that I was able to Align myself with the mess was if I was a mess myself. Okay. So we're going to talk about it. You know, I like to keep it real whether I'm talking about myself or warning y'all about somebody else. Okay. Whether we're talking about personal goals, all right, like manifesting your man or professional goals, like manifesting career elevation or partnerships or business growth or whatever. All of that, all of those goals re- require intention. All of those goals require intention for manifestation. So this week we happen to be talking about my man because he deserves an entire podcast episode dedicated to him. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. All right. So let's talk about it. Three things, ladies, three things when you asking me in my DMs, girl, sis, how did you do it? What did you do? I'm so inspired. I have hope. But how am I going to find a man? That's what y'all want to know. That's what y'all keep asking me in my DMs. And I don't have a man for you in my back pocket, but what I can share are my lessons learned. The things that I've really, truly done. The things that I know that have worked for me in real life. Not things that I read about, okay, in all these books. Not things that I heard about, but real things that I know that I've experienced time and time again, whether good or bad. So number one, you got to make the list. Okay, you gotta make the list. And in making the list, all you're really truly doing is setting your intention. The list works. Okay, the list works, but you have to understand, you gotta ask yourself, what do you really need? Not what do you want, what do you need? Because that list I made at 24 years old was full of foolish things that I thought that I wanted that were not important, were nothing that I needed. Okay, so I I manifested every single thing that I thought I wanted, but it was the opposite. Of what I needed okay he had the career he had the money or so I thought he had the aspirations or so I thought he had all of the silly superficial things that I thought were important but the values the morals the lifestyle the I mean just the sense you know the mental health the things that were really important he didn't have those things So you gotta be intentional when you're making this list, okay? What do you really need outside of the silly little things that you think you want and outside of the things that other people want for you? Because a lot of the times we are putting things on these lists. We're praying for things that other people pressure us into feeling like we need. So I want you to really dig deep about what you need to live a happy healthy life. And one thing that I want you to consider is a lifestyle. Because all of these books, these theories, these, you know, videos, all of this stuff that people tell you you need to consider when you're thinking about a mate, I don't see a lot of people talking about their lifestyle. Like how you live your life, the things you do that make you happy, the way you want to live for the rest of your life. That's really important when you're thinking about a mate. So one thing specifically that I knew about myself is that I wanted to travel. It's something that I love. I have dated a man who did not want to leave the city. Okay, and I know that that's not for me. I just know that that is not something for me. And so that was something very important when I was talking to God about what I was gonna get. Okay, I needed someone who was well-traveled, who wanted to travel, who wanted, you know, like I envision me and my family traveling. So I'm not about to be dragging my kids and my man around the world. I want someone who's been around the world, who can show me something new. And I've seen a lot, okay? So to literally manifest a man who has been more places than me, who's traveled more than I have, You can't tell me that that didn't come from me setting an intention. And I was reading, this did come from a book, okay? And I can't even tell you what book, but I was reading an intention about, I mean, I was reading a book about setting an intention by taking an action, by doing something to show the universe that you were serious, that you were really expecting the things that you set intentions for. And so what did I do? I took my little self out to TJ Maxx and I bought two travel pillows. One travel pillow was for me, and one travel pillow was for this man that I knew that I was going to manifest. And I think this was like 20, I don't know, maybe 2016, okay? Literally went out and bought this travel pillow. Didn't do nothing with it, just put it up in the closet. But I knew when I bought this travel pillow that it was for me and my man and these travels that we were going to do. That's how intentional I was about wanting a travel companion. Something else that was super important to me was like a gentleman. I wanted uh, literally just that, a gentle man. A man that could be gentle with me, but was a man in these streets. A man's man, okay? That's what I wanted, but one that was going to open my door. You know, I wanted the corporate, the one that was going to be educated, but, you know, grew up like most black men do. Most, The majority right? Those were the things that over the years I've realized were important to me. Not how much money this man made, what, what school he went to, if he, like the silly things, um, the, even like the physical things, like there were physical things. And when I was 24 that I put in his letter that were so stupid that who even cares about like how this man wears his hair? okay, my man had braces when I met him, okay, braces, and I was like, yo, this is a kid, like, who is this kid, but for some reason, for some reason, I gave him my number, why, I don't know, but am, boy, am I glad that I did, like, it was nothing but God that brought this man right to my doorstep, Okay. Not to my doorstep. Let me not say that because y'all gonna think that you could sit at home and manifest your man. So he did not come to my doorstep, but he literally fell into my lap out in the world. I was out in the world, but really consider like what is truly important to you as, as crazy as it is, hopefully as specific as it is like, really think about what you want your life to look like. And again, you can apply this personally or professionally, something you want business-wise or something you want with your bank. What are the things that are most important to you? Set those intentions, make that list. That's number one. Number two, you gotta get serious about yourself. And in order to get serious about yourself, you gotta set standards and start operating with boundaries. One of the biggest mistakes that all, I don't even wanna say all, but most single ladies make is swearing that we want the man like we want this amazing man but we still fooling around with i'm gonna sound old but the booty call what is that now like netflix and chill like we still netflix and chilling but we swear we want the marriage material man like energy is real you cannot trip the universe okay you cannot pretend like you are this wife material woman until you know the lights go out and you just need some or you just bored you cannot fool God or the universe okay so not only do you have to make your list but you have to become the list and you can only become the list if you get serious about yourself okay get real about what it is going to take to attract that list that you just made because the list that you made is not gonna be attracted to a mess It just doesn't work like that. Like if that man was so amazing, as amazing as you laid out in that list, why would he want the woman that's willing to settle for that? So you got to get serious about yourself, set standards, start living by boundaries. At one point after that relationship, I took like a year and a half off, like I'm off the market. I'm dating myself. I'm learning to love myself all over again, realize and recognize my worth. I was going to therapy. Like I was putting in the work for myself and I realized that I could only devote 100% of my energy to me without the distraction of anyone else. And so during that time, I didn't uh, date anybody. I didn't give out my number. I didn't take any numbers. Like I made it clear that I was all about me for that time. But the important thing, the most important part about taking time off, because a lot of people take time off, but the important thing, the most critical thing about taking time off is investing in yourself, growing, evolving during that time off. Because if you take five years off, but you haven't evolved, you ain't read a book, you ain't seen a therapist, you haven't done anything to better yourself, to become a better version of yourself, then you're going to continue to attract five years later what you were attracting five years later. Before. And so, if you are going to take time off because that's what you need so that you can get serious about yourself and what you truly want and become that list, then you have to make sure you are building yourself at that time. All right. Prepare for the arrival. You got to prepare for the arrival of every single thing that you are intending on getting. All right. And then, last but not least, as you are setting standards, you have to start living by those standards, one thing that I want you to ask yourself is why would God bless you with more when you're settling for less? Like why? What part of the game is that? If you are cool being like, I don't know, the side chick or just being like another member on his team or whatever the lingo is, I don't really know, these days, if you are cool with that, like why would God bless you with that man you say you want? when you cool with this one that you got, even though you know that it's not going anywhere. You can't fool the universe. You cannot put on this goody two shoes act during the day and then get horny at night and then forget all of the things that you said that you wanted, okay? And I'm just using this as an example because it's like the most common example. But aside from like having a man involved, you cannot neglect your mental health, right? But say you want this healthy man. A healthy man wants a healthy woman or a woman that's on the road to health and wellness. So start investing in yourself now and on your journey of investing and becoming and evolving into the best version of yourself, you will naturally attract better. You will naturally align yourself with the man that you've been hoping and wishing and praying for. I'm telling y'all, cause I lived it, okay? talking about something that I know. You have to make space, ladies, so that you don't miss out and become your best self so that you don't mess it up. I hope you are empowered, inspired, and encouraged to get that ass to work because the love that you deserve is worth working for, okay? I will go through every single devastating experience with every single one of those clowns if i i would do it all over again as long as i knew that it would lead me right here to where i am today okay so every single thing that you've been through is worthwhile if you are willing to do the work i love you stick around for a spotlight interview We are back for another Spotlight interview. And today I have my girl, the Million Dollar Word stylist herself, Mrs. April Beverly in the building. April, are you ready to confess? Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about this whole copywriting thing. I mentioned that you are the Million Dollar Word stylist, but what exactly does that mean?
1: Well... (laughs) I, pro- I write um, copy that propels folks to whip out those credit cards and smack the buy button. So from a copywriting perspective, that's basically going to be any text, any content that you use to promote, sell, and market your products and services. So basically, regardless of what type of business you have, what industry you're in, there's some element of copywriting in your business. Absolutely. Every business requires copy. It's just the name of the game when it comes to running a business, whether you are a makeup artist, whether you are running a tech company, a a law firm, everyone requires copy because it's that text that gets people to take an action, download your freebie, invest in your products and services, watch your webinars. That's the type of language that copy quote unquote is. And so, what would you say is the
0: difference between real copy, like you know, expert written copy, versus me just trying to build my own website? What difference does
1: it make within your business? So the the, the major difference between hiring a copywriter is that copywriters are trained to not just understand the use of the language. Meaning, you can go to you can go to you can be an English major. And not quite understand copywriting because we don't just understand the actual words being used. We understand the power of having a sales conversation and writing, which means that we're going to make sure that from the very start of the page to the end of the page that we are using words and formatting that pulls eyeballs to the intended action and along the way we're helping those readers overcome certain objections so they may say shoot i don't have time for this but then boom here goes some <laughs> here goes some copy that says but wait you can catch the replay or <laughs> or i can't afford this hold on we got payment plan you know so that's what copywriters do we understand the natural tendency of people to want to object And we include language that helps people overcome those objections so they can ultimately smack the buy button. So what would you say is the biggest misconception about copywriting? I think one of the biggest misconceptions about copywriting, um, I, I think it's two things. So one thing is that anybody can do it. Anybody who went to, who got A's in English class or who went to college can understand copywriting. And that's not the case because again, copywriting is a different type of writing. So for example, you may be a best-selling author, but when it comes to copy, you're, you're not so great because it's a different style of writing. And so that's what a lot of folks struggle with understanding, like they think, oh, well, I worked in corporate America, so I write great emails or I write great business content, I'm automatically gonna be able to write my own copy. And that's not necessarily the case. And then the other thing that I think is a huge misconception is people think, well, okay, if I hire this copywriter, like I'm automatically going to get sales through the door. And while a copywriter can help you get sales, a copywriter cannot control how much traffic comes to that page. So if you still have a traffic problem, no matter how incredible that sales page is, if you don't get eyeballs on it, ain't nobody gonna be able to smack the buy button. So what step
0: would you say, like what step in your business do you need to hire a copywriter? Is it once you are already profitable? Is it once you have a steady clientele? Or is it like right out the gate you need to hire a copywriter? Or, because I know you you have multiple services, not just, you know, I'm going to do it for you, but you also have classes where, you know, mm-hmm. DIY. So at what level is this something that people need to be investing in, whether it's investing money and in hiring someone or time and learning how to do it themselves?
1: I encourage people to hire copywriters when they tried and failed in doing it themselves. And the reason why that's the case is because you cannot truly appreciate copywriting until you attempt to do it on your own. And you realize, damn, this ain't just like what I did in English class or the, or the papers that I got A's on in in, in college. Um, So I encourage people to try to do it themselves. And the other time that I encourage people to hire a copywriter is after you know what it is you're selling. So you may not fully have your core message fleshed out, but you need to know what it is that you're offering. Like, I don't, I mean, there are other copywriters who do, but we don't accept, Clients who come to us and say, Well, I really don't know what I'm selling. Because if you don't know what you're selling, we're not going to be able to create a concise, very targeted message for you. If you don't know who you're selling to, we're not going to be able to create a concise, targeted message for you. And because we don't coach individuals through those aspects of the business, it is important that we get folks who, one, understand who their target audience is, and two, at least have some general knowledge of what they're selling. I'm glad you talked about like those prerequisite things because I think
0: a lot of times people want to rely on services or you know um deliverables they wanna rely on those things as a crutch. They would think, oh, I can hire a website designer and then my website's gonna be successful. Or I can hire right. you know, a social media manager and I'm gonna get a million followers. And they just put those responsibilities off on other people. But if you don't know your audience and forget knowing your audience, if you don't have something of value, you know, if you're not solving a problem, if you don't have something that the people actually want, that the market actually needs, then you can hire all of the people in the world, but they're not gonna be able to make you successful or make the money you know, show up in your bank account. So I think it's so important that you talk about the things that you need to have in place in order for you to be able to do your job, because you can't make these people magically appear on these landing pages. You can you know, make them excited once they get there, but you got to get them to the page. You got to figure out how to drive the traffic. You got to know who's coming to the page. So, um,
1: exactly.
0: you are going to be presenting at the Income Creation Intensive. It is the platinum pass day for those intermediate um, business owners, those people who, like you said, have probably tried it on their own and realized that we just don't know. Uh, what we doing out here so we need to bring in the big guns so i know there's going to be multiple aha moments and you know lessons learned but what would you say is that one thing that you want everybody in attendance to walk away knowing
1: i want everyone in attendance to walk away knowing exactly how to deliver copy in email and social media on their website that propels people to take a specific action. Now, you may not get all the sales at one time coming through the door, but I want you to feel comfortable. After you leave my session, I want you to feel comfortable knowing that you at least have the steps down, that you understand what needs to go where, what needs to be said, how it needs to be said, how it needs to be positioned and all that good stuff so you can have more confidence when you're posting on social media, when you're posting on your website, when you're sharing emails, more confidence and take less time mulling over. Oh, did I use the right word? Did I put this in the right way? I want you to eliminate all those struggles and be able to walk away with confidence that you at least have some understanding of how this thing should go. Okay. So if they don't want to wait to connect with you at WordPress,
0: please let my listeners know where they can find you online and how they can connect with you on social media.
1: Absolutely. They can find me online at stylemywords.co. That's stylemywords.co. And I'm on Instagram and Facebook at B-A-A-B writing. That's B-A-A-B writing.
0: Y'all, we are literally down to like the last three platinum passes. So if you're trying to get in where you fit in, I definitely encourage you to check the show notes for the registration link so that you can join us this October 31st through November 3rd, right here in ATL for Work Pray slate weekend. Me and my girl April will be in the building. See you there. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator